This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We talk about a guy who's going to officiate his brother's wedding and a fuck buddy situation. Do you cut it out or keep it going? Enjoy the episode, share it with a friend. J-Train Podcast, this is J-Train, Jared Fritz, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Stand Up New York Labs, you're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode, uh, I'm going to say it again because we're coming off Thanksgiving, so I want to thank you, the listener. I got so many snaps and tweets and Instagrams and bebops and scoobops and badapadops from you guys, the listeners, telling me how much you're loving the podcast. And it literally feathers this podcaster's nuts. When you guys send me those Snapchats, I'm JTrain56. And it was it's, it's just cool because I'm seeing, you know, a lot of you were on your way home or on your way back to school or on your way back to your city that you're now living in. And it's cool that you, you're letting this podcast, the JTrain podcast, be a part of your ride. And, and, it's, and I'm seeing a lot of people, they're in their car with someone and they're taking a picture of their buddy and it'll say, and the caption will be, New listener. And, you know, that's a cool thing. So thank you for listening and keep spreading the word. It is the holiday season. Give the gift of Papa JT to your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your fraternity brother, your sorority sister, your cousin, that weird kid you met that one time. Yeah. Maybe you're at a urinal and someone's next to you and you look it over and they look at you and you have that weird moment of silence. And then you're like, hey. I got this podcast for you. And they'll be like, why are you telling me while you touch your dick? And you'll be like, because that's how much I love it. <laughs> there you go. Pass the word along. Give the gift to Papa JT. Um, I'm very excited about today's guest. Uh, and and I've, said this, and I've said this before. Sometimes you bring on people that, you know, that people are like, oh, I've, I've seen them somewhere. And then sometimes it's like, let's get the rookie card. You know, this is a rookie card guy. Justin Smith, thank you for coming on. What's up, Bubba? How are you? It's so good to have you on. Justin is so funny. And all of you, you if you don't know him, you got to know him. Uh, you got to go on Instagram, at Justin Smith Comedy on Instagram. He's also on Twitter, uh, Justin Smith OKC from Oklahoma. That's right. It's great to have you, buddy. I'm I'm excited to be here. I'm I'm amped up. Like I, I just just being in the room yeah. when the hello comes down. Like I, it's really weird because like it's a I magical feel like, moment. Well, I feel like I connect with the listener because like I actually listen to the show oh, and I'm like it, and I'm man. so like it, I can't tell you how many times I've been. I'll drive to like a hell gig in the middle of nowhere yeah. and it's like two thirty in the morning and I'm like I'm and I'm starting to doze and then I turn that that you, the you whole thing just up. just the in, just the intro to this podcast. Yeah. We'll just like you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out how to do CrossFit here in the car. Like I'm, just, I'm gonna I'm gonna 
<laughs> oh man, I'm turning everyone into douchebags one great. by one into CrossFit douchebags. I mean, I, it's crazy that I do it naked. I mean, that's yeah, the one course. thing people usually don't know. It's really it's weird crazy. that you're taking my hand and making me touch your dick yeah, too. It's hold- really weird. But however, <laughs> however, I get on, right? It's uh, it's it's crazy. That's how why man Sam and I are so close now. You know, I'm naked. We're holding hands, dick holdings, all that shit. So listen, it's called feathering. Yeah, little feathers. <laughs> how do you think the feather the nuts thing started? Uh, listen, go. Follow Justin's super funny. I see him on stage. I see you on stage all the time. It's you're you're great, man. So oh, thank you, uh, brother. I appreciate. That. I'm pumped to have you here. How was your Thanksgiving? I was yeah, it was good. It was like I. It's really weird because like I'm like I don't know if you can if you're if you can hear me breathing, but I'm a big guy. So like naturally, like I love. <laughs> Go food. check out Justin on Instagram. Yeah, and <laughs> a Weight Watchers put, near you. Put 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 the the breathing with the with the face. You know, but it was just so funny because uh, your producer tried to like move the mic closer to me. I was like, dude, you don't you don't understand. Like I'm doing you a favor. I had to walk up steps to get up here. It's just it's amazing. I'm not blowing this microphone back. Do you understand? Like it's just insane. But like I I I I. I, sh- I I'm supposed to like Thanksgiving. I'm supposed yeah. to like because there's tons of food. I don't like any of the food at Thanksgiving. Really? I don't. I just like it's it's garbage food. Like it's turkey dressing. It's not food that no like nobody else eats at any time. Like yeah. Like nobody else eats at any mm. time of the year. Like if you like the only places that serve it year round is like Boston Market yeah. and Golden Corral. <laughs> and if you met somebody they're like, hey, uh, me and the family just got done eating at Boston Market and Golden Corral, you're like, oh my god, is everything all right? Yeah. Are you okay? Like <laughs> it's not. That's a yeah. Like why the the I never I like. I do like the food, but I do understand what you're saying. It's weird that like this one night we're like, okay, here are the things we have to have, like stuffing, cranberry sauce, turkey, uh, right. mashed potatoes. And you're like, I've never had this in one meal ever. I guess now that I think about it, I've never really been like, hey, we're going to do a Thanksgiving night in July. You know? Right. Well, like I keep I keep trying to push this whole thing. of like, you know, like I think Thanksgiving should be like pizza, like quesadilla, like everything mm. that you love. Not like not like game day food. You shouldn't be married to right. the to the pilgrim food. Right. Ah, I like that. <laughs> I, my dad is a big proponent. He my dad does this one thing every year where where he'll go get food and then come back and then brag to the table that he doesn't he only gets sides. <laughs> he's like no turkey just sides everybody like oh you did it like what are we supposed to this year i came back early uh to the city because we're about we're taping for the first time in a couple weeks we haven't taped because i was away um i came back early and i ended up uh a, one of my new thanksgiving traditions going to sin city in the bronx a strip club uh which Strip club on Thanksgiving, that is a fun little night, people. Oh, I gotta that say. Sounds, that sounds incredible. They have this thing called Stripper Idol where... Oh, John Moses' yeah, thing, yeah, right? Yeah, John Moses. Who I, I gotta have on the show. He's so funny. He's great. He, uh, no, we've had him on way back. Uh, so I gotta have him back. But he hosts a amateur strip contest every Thursday night. And the Thanksgiving one is... That's really when, like, like <laughs> that's really when you realize what's going on in life. When you're like, <laughs> "How'd you spend your Thanksgiving?" Well, I was in an amateur strip contest, uh, but I won five hundred dollars. You know, they win money. Uh, and they slapped me in the face with cranberry sauce. Yeah. It was great. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> uh, man, Sam, you go. You went. You you went. What'd you do? I was just in New Jersey. Just had a quiet Thanksgiving. It was nice. So I asked you this: You went to yeah. the, is it your family or her family? Because you're engaged. Yes. Uh, I did both. I was at my my parents' house like early in the afternoon, one or two o'clock. Had dinner there, you know, ate yeah. like the typical meal, and then I went over to uh, her family. See, this is the this is what pushes me away from getting serious with somebody. <laughs> yeah, the decision of where you go on and Thanksgiving is the best holiday. That is the 
as far as like it's it's all the 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 laziness and gluttony of any other holiday with nobody to get gifts for. Right. right, absolutely. So, so there's really no stress on like, did I get the right thing? Did I get the wrong thing? Did I make the card out? Uh, who's to, you know all this money to spend? It's all, it's all in service of you. It's actually the most selfish holiday if it, if, you, if you really think of Thanksgiving. Well, that's why I like July Fourth too. It's the same kind of idea. Same idea. Eat, this, eat whenever you want. You're gonna hang out, but you don't have to get anybody anything. There's no one to think of but you. Right. But there's also shit to blow up, and it's great food. Like yeah, oh yeah. Thanksgiving, it's awkward conversation, and just yeah. there's just it's just it's, well, it's, it's forced to get you're you're forced to be with people that you don't like, eating food that you don't necessarily like. And but we're like, oh, this is the most amazing thing. Unless you're protesting what's going on in the Dakotas, and it's like, oh, it's a travesty. You know, like it's just uh, it's this whole thing is just like, oh my gosh, how, how many? About, how about all those pussies that are like, I they're like, I don't know, how I'm gonna go home and talk to my family after the election. It's like, um, you, if the, if the election is the reason you can't go home, you have bigger issues to begin with. By by the way, here's the thing: if 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 you have a tough conversation at Thanksgiving, that just means that your food is a lot better than most people's. Like if you go to like if you go to like a, a, a uh, uh, Thanksgiving, where you get along with everybody and the same political ideals, you're eating bran, uh, pumpkin, <laughs> pumpkin uh, yeah, pie. Yeah. You're eating gluten free turkey. It's like, oh, like I agree with everybody, but this is garbage. Yeah, 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 I yeah. would much rather have a racial slur and fried turkey. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, racial slurs go hand in hand with deep fried turkey. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> I, I, but I don't know the relate the idea of going to my girlfriend's parents' house on the day I don't want to button my pants seems like oh that is hell on earth yeah it can, i mean they've known i mean i've we've been together for like almost eight years yeah so it's like they know me you know what i mean i, I was like i'm coming in sweats and is my it ever slippers, com- you know? really is yeah, it ever comfortable oh absolutely yeah, yeah yeah i think about that all the time. Let's, let's get to the emails you ready justin dude i'm i am super pumped jacked. to have you here uh go follow justin on instagram at justin smith comedies on instagram go follow him support him so funny you're gonna love him get involved uh let's do this one, Performing Bros Wedding. Perform- Dear J. Train Mansamp, an esteemed guest. I'd come up with a clever insult, but Jews aren't as relevant as they used to be. So I don't- <laughs> <laughs> and somehow he <laughs> When was it. the Jew heyday? <laughs> I missed that golden age of Jew. I, <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to think of something sarcastic, but I can't. I don't know. But now Nazis are back. So, you know, are we back or are we now? I guess we got to hide. Well, I'm yeah. from Oklahoma. They never actually went away. They never so went away. They just, they, they, just, they, just, they just embraced camouflage. Like the camouflage just got better. That's all it is. <laughs> as relevant as it is to me, so I don't know much about your culture. A few years ago, I accidentally became an ordained min- minister. I, I really just wanted to see how hard it would be to do online plot twist, not at all. Anyways, my brother and his fiance thought it would be cool for the for me to perform their wedding this summer. I haven't been to one in a while and certainly never officiated one, so if you have any sage advice, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. They've asked me to wear my military dress uniform, so I can't go crazy with minister outfit or anything. <laughs> what does he think? He's going to come in costume? <laughs> but everything else is free game. Thanks for all your help. <laughs> Keep up the great work. The podcast made my last deployment infinitely better. Uh, I even had time to backtrack down memory lane and really listen to the entire archive. Very respectfully, Andrew. Hey, dude, thank you so much for your service. Thank you for listening. I'm happy you're enjoying. Uh, and and uh, I get a lot of snaps from servicemen and women. And thank you, thank you, thank you. That's very cool. What do you think, Ordain? How does he? How does he? Uh, fish, have you ever officiated a wedding? 
Uh, I I have done I have done uh, a few things at weddings. I've never officiated a whole wedding. What have you done a few? Th- what are you uh, blowing dude, balloon I, animals? Okay, well, I, I, I went to a Christian college. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing: is like Christian, like Christian, like super religious Christian. Like their big thing is like, hey, we're going to make this really special, but also like, hey, we're going to have a sense of humor about getting married, right? I mean, it's forever, but it's fun, right? Yeah. And I don't. It just wedding jokes from the minister. The the is are always actually sadder than they. Like everyone laughs at really depressing jokes. So like, like it, there'll be a part in the wedding, like they'll be doing the service, and the guy will be like, be like, uh, like, do you say, like they'll they'll get into talking about like, do you say, like the the wife or the the girl will say something, and then like they'll be like, get used to that, get used <laughs> to listening to what this bitch says, and you're like, I, and I, I, every actually, minister, every person, rabbi, minister, whatever it is who's officiating a wedding, there's always a joke that involves. The woman telling the man what to do, and then him, him being like, "Get used to that one." Then everyone in the crowd, ah! And it's like, wait a minute, this dude. What are we? What are we laughing at? That this dude's life is over. That he I, can't even speak up to somebody. I, I thought about that recently because I'm getting married. You know, yeah. January seventh, I'm getting married, and I, you know, happy wife, happy life. And I yeah. thought it would be really funny if I just slit my throat in front of that person <laughs> as soon as they said, it, "Like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> happy wife," and then you just hang yourself. Exactly. They, they look over, and then all of a sudden, just man, Sam's just hanging from the hopa. <laughs> like, that's that's it. But it happens at every wedding. Like yeah. that, the, the jo- wedding jokes are always depressing. Well, it's, it's also like. The idea that like it's funny to me because like I went to school with a, like every per- like I went to school with guys who are like mega church preachers now like they're guys that are on TV really that I went to school with and like it's so funny because like I know like they like, have the thing where they'll touch like the woman in the wheelchair well, and then not, she'll, like I mean they're not shake and wake up and then you know, all of a sudden she's dancing and doing the macarena I mean nothing fun like that <laughs> yeah. like come on like, come on I, this I is the type of Southern lucky. Baptist I want I, w- I wish I w- like have you seen the video of the woman uh, she's like I got greens 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 <laughs> <laughs> I laugh at that every time. But go on, yeah. But I, I it's so funny because like you see these guys and they're like they'll they'll tell a joke on stage and be like, oh, I don't want to get too out of school. But you know, like they, they try to like dress up mm. like the most G-rated sex joke of all time. But meanwhile, <laughs> they like when I was coming back to my dorm, I would see them getting blowjobs or trying to like fill up a girl's shirt or smoking pot. And so it's just like the idea uh, is like, oh, I can't be too cute. It's like dude, I saw I saw a girl swallow. Like just like you know, like it's just like don't like uh, Christian college kids are just like anybody else. And here's the thing, if there's any Christian, get- if there are any Christian college kids listening to the show, yeah, I want to say good. I was gonna say it gets so much better. It gets, it gets better. so much better. Yeah. Just find stand-up comedy, move to New York City, yeah. be a roommate with a gay, and then boom, you're All on your way. You are on your way. I <laughs> love the fact that you were walking around your Christian college just like, you know, sneaking up on blowjobs all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what else was I going to jerk <laughs> I saw off her to? Swallow, you know? <laughs> what were you uh, creaking the door open? I I don't know. I I was I, just waiting I, for my turn. That's all I'm doing, right? I I think uh but so you've done you've been involved in these things. What what would you say is like the best you know, thing you and you said you've done. You were like a you. You were a preacher. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, I mean, like, yeah, like I, I was. That's what I studied. To, I went to school to be. I, I, I'm actually. That's my degree. I have. A, I can. I can go be a youth pastor here in the church anywhere. Like really? I can. I absolutely can. I. I that's, so, yeah. what's the best advice as being like the person that's you're you're the the pro, the thing with weddings and and when this happens when someone's asked to officiate a friend's wedding. Or, or do a best man speech or do a maid of honor speech. You have to remember this is for Nana and your friends. Right. You know, you got to remember that there's a wide, like, 
you know, a varying degree of people and personalities in that room. And this ain't about you. This is about the couple. And they've asked you to do something for them that is, you know, a big day in their life. And they've thought highly enough of you that they were like, okay, this person's going to put put the words together to help us get, send us off into life. And it's like, I think the biggest piece of his advice, you got to make it about them. It's not like, he's like, oh, I can, anything else is free game. No, it isn't. No, no, no it's not. <laughs> no, no, you can't wear something crazy. You can't make it jokes that are good. You, you don't go up there to try and get Unless laid. you want to be on Ellen, you are not, you know, you're yeah. not going to. That's the real advice. If you're going to go officiate someone's wedding or you're going to be the best man speech, anything at these types of events. Well, I also, I also think I can also tell a little bit about this guy because he's like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be crazy. I'm going to be myself. Yeah. But they asked him to be in his military uniform because yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. he won't do anything that bad while he's wearing that thing because <laughs> Because the amount of push-ups he's going to have to do if he fucks up well, and ends up on the internet. He's, he's now, they were like, we don't want you. We want that version of you. We want military you to We want walking through way. the airport, standing ovation you. Yes, right? we want that you. And it's like, you know, any of these, like, if you're going to give a public speaking at any of these types of events, and we know those events, this isn't like, you know, you want to get, you don't want to do it to get you laid. You want to do it to get your buddy laid. You know, mm -hmm. and that's because he wants to get it's his brother. Is that what it is? Yeah. My brother and his fiance. You want to get your brother laid for life. If he does a good job, because obviously his brother's like, what if my brother does it? And his wife was like, oh, that's a great idea. But his wife wasn't like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, she didn't think of this. This was the brother right. being like, yeah, my brother could do it. He'll be in his military outfit. Outfit. Did I make it sound gay? <laughs> Uniform. <laughs> Uniform. Outfit. What am I? You know, so I, I, but I'm saying. You know, he's going to, you want to get him, you want the next day, his wife, his now new wife, the newly minted chick for the rest of his life to be like, you nailed that one. Yeah. You did it. Yeah, I'm so happy your brother, you're getting your brother fucked. That's, you're helping that honeymoon sex, because if you fuck up, well, here's the, you're, you're my buddy gave a best man speech. It was the worst best man speech I've ever seen in my entire life. It was so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, his opening line, I do this, I talk about this on stage, but I, his opening line was, and it's true story, his opening line. And I remember my buddy came out to me. He gave, so I just started comedy. He's about to give the best man speech. And he comes out to me. He's like, Jared, let me look over this best man speech. Well, tell me what you think. So I look at it and it looked like he Googled best man speech jokes and then just wrote them in a list and let me tell the listeners don't fucking do that okay <laughs> don't have a set list yeah it, it was like and i and i look at him i go i go dude i just looked over this you gotta cut all these jokes and he's like what it's funny what are you talking about i'm like i guess they're funny but i go you gotta understand like you know, there's no heart to this. Like you got, it's got to be you talking about them. You got to make it about them. You got, and 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 he was like, ah, I don't, I don't know. I go, just cross out like we crossed out like five jokes, and I go, this first one you should probably take out. He's like, no, 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 no. that's like the beginning. <laughs> Gets up, he goes, his opening line. He goes, he says, blah blah blah. Thank you for making me your best man. I hope I can be your best man at your next wedding. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. The oh. whole, the whole Every room. Every pussy is just drying dried out. Dried out. <laughs> Nana's especially. I, the whole room, literally all you heard was, 
Oh, <laughs> like not laughs, just an oh. But, then, but but there's that one weird uncle that's wearing a Hawaiian shirt and he's in the back. He's just going <laughs> clapping. Yeah. He, he laughed and it's like, uh, and then my buddies and I were at a table. We are laughing, you know, like we're like holding back from laughing. We're literally holding hands because we're like, this is the best moment because you're watching because his face, it looked like he was like, oh, because he didn't know it until you know it. Because like when I told him, he's like, no, it's going to be funny. Then he had that opening line go badly, and you just see he turned white as a ghost. He was like, and you're like, he's like, oh, my God, this isn't going to go well. He never bombed before. <laughs> never bombed before. It's like, a club, it's like a club bombed. audition, and your first joke doesn't work. Yeah. You're like, oh, no. Was, oh, no. That was the best one I got. <laughs> you know? And so I don't know. So my advice, if you're going to give, like, I, and I'll t steer this towards best man speech, you take one story about your buddy that you've told a million times. You take that you've told with friends. The one story that you've told, because if you're the best man, you've told one story about this guy a million times. You take that one story because you know the beats. You know the parts, and you've cut out all the fat. You've told the story. You know the part, because you know the part where people were going to look at their cell phones. Yeah, you took that part out because now you want your story to be good. So you take that story and then at the end, you relate it to your buddy's relationship with the new wife. And that's an easy thing to do. You can do that with anything. Uh, he, he ate a cheesesteak sandwich and you are the cheese to his steak. You know, like, you know, you can make it with anything. So jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with Justin Smith. Go follow him on Instagram right now at Justin Smith Comedy. Go follow him, support him. Super fucking funny. He's hilarious. You guys are going to love him. Get that rookie card. Listen, we are sponsored. Harry's is back. Harry's is back. You got to find, this is great. This is for the, you know, I would say for anyone out there, this is a great gift. You don't really think about day-to-day -day shit as a gift but like like my brother got me a I, we did my brother and i when we were living together he, he we were gonna do a a seat <laughs> he's gonna get mad uh <laughs> we did like we did like uh don't spend over 50 bucks i'll get you something you get me something and we did that and i i was like okay you know what i'm gonna get him a bunch of like college sweatshirt stuff you know like and then and then he got me this uh this patriot sweatshirt i was like i already got a patriot sweatshirt <laughs> i was like you didn't even i wear it all the time what the fuck are you doing I was, like, I was like, but like, so I can't even use it. I got a better Patriot sweatshirt than the one you fucking got me. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, but like, you know, it, uh, razors though, you know, you use those every day. And this is like, and that bomb, I'm telling you. So like, I think this is like, if you're a girl out there, what do I get my boy? What do I get that guy that I've been hooking up with a little bit? Like, this is like a kind of like a nice little tiny thing that you can do. I'm thinking about you, but you know, here's your new account. And it's, you know, and it's cheap. So, listen, I love the razors from Harry's. They're so... I, I just love that they're good and they get delivered right to my door. You know, you don't have to go to the store, deal with the guy in the counter and where do I find them. And then it's just... It's all easy breezy done. Uh, and also, the shave sets all come in one gift set. So you can get, like, the Dob kit that you'll use forever comes with it. You know, so if you haven't heard of them before, Harry's was started by two best friends, Jeff and Andy. Uh, Jeff, I actually know which is crazy, uh, who were fed up with, with being overcharged by, for razors. So they started their own razor company to give people what they deserve, a great shave at a fair price. This holiday, Harry's is offering a limited edition shave set, midnight blue chrome razor handle. Uh, you can get your initials engraved on it. 
That's pretty baller. Yeah. Pretty nice. badass. That's pretty American that's psycho. Like, that's like looking. Bruce. That's Bruce Wayne type. Yeah, shit. that is Bruce Wayne. Like, you know, imagine a chick walking into your bathroom and being like, "Oh, look at this. This guy knows how to." By shave. the way, there's no, there's nothing worse than having a girl come like and be like have a disposable. Yeah, okay, you like, don't want a girl to be grossed out by your living situation. Right. So like to go in your bathroom and be like, "Oh, this guy doesn't even put time into this shit." Girls like a little effort. So extra, yeah. extra soft toilet paper and then a nice razor. You're in. Oh my god, my my anus agrees. <laughs> uh, three of Harry's German engineered five blade cartridges that provide a close, comfortable shave. Foaming shave gel that smells amazing. Beautifully designed gift box goes for thirty dollars on Harry's.com. They also offer handles and sets starting at just ten bucks. If you haven't tried Harry's for yourself. As a special offer for fans of the show, we partners with Harry's to give you $5 off your order when you enter code JTRAIN. Enter code JTRAIN. Enter code JTRAIN at checkout. So listen, $5 off. You can get a $30 set. That's a $25 gift. Easy, done, boom. So listen, free shipping ends on December 9th. Coming up. That's December 9th, okay? Act now. Go to harrys.com right now. Get a limited edition holiday shave set while supplies last. And don't forget to enter code JTRAIN at checkout for $5 off. That's harrys.com, code JTRAIN. Get into it, guys. This is the one to, you know, get involved with. Five bucks off, 25 bucks, get it all. Are we just fucking or nah? I'm, I'm, I'm glad he could throw the nah in there. Just hey. like, he's, he's, this guy's going to be so full of shit. I can well, already tell. Well, so, sorry, he, sorry. I didn't, mean to, I didn't mean to discourage him immediately. Well, listen, <laughs> it might not be a him. Hey, J-Train, lady listener here. Oh, shit. Here we go. Love the podcast. <laughs> Thoroughly enjoy hearing that laugh of yours. Well, thank you. Anyways, enough feathering. Let's get to it. I've been seeing this fuck buddy 888 for almost two years now. You know the rating system, face, body, personality. Girls and guys can use it. I love this girl already. Uh, The longest Facebook for almost two years now. So two years of a fuck buddy. Longest fuck buddy relationship I've had. Well, both of us were also hooking up with other people. Recently, he's been acting super nice and hitting up more than usual every single weekend to hook up. Well, I guess now I know why. The other night, he invited me to be his date for his company's Christmas party. He also said that over the past few months, he hasn't hooked up with anyone besides me. Didn't see this coming. I did uh, used to like him early on, but I've since pushed my feelings aside and continued to hook up with him over the last two years. We've only been on two, and she puts in quotes, dates, and that was way before we started to just be fucking. Uh, so I find I kind of find it weird. Uh, I find it kind of weird for him to suddenly invite me out to be his date for his work party. What do you think? Is he now trying to take the relationship from fucking to actually dating? Is this my chance to show my girlfriend material side? I'd probably be open to try dating, or am I just overthinking this whole situation? Should I just enjoy this night of unlimited booze and wild hotel room sex? All his on his company dine, of course. Uh, P.S. I did say yes to going already. Who would say no to a good time with free drinks, dinner, dinner drinks? Uh, sorry for the long ass emails. Keep on keeping on, JT. What do you think? Well, if, if, if from what it sounds like to me, this guy has uh, you know a couple girl options. I think he lost his best one. Oh, and I think that like now somebody in the office has like a hot chick, mm. and so now he's like, oh, like you know, Carl in accounting is mm-hmm. you know he's got like a hot girl. He's like, well, I I can't let him know that I'm like a schlub, right? Mm-hmm. So I gotta like. I got to bring the the hot piece, and so like now, yeah. like she's number one. She's number one in the stable, yeah, and so yeah, now yeah. my best advice to her is just show up and just look like a. I mean, just be a ten. Bring it. 
just I mean just I mean whatever whatever the dress is whatever the you know however you do your hair the right mm-hmm. way that particular Taylor Swift yep. style lipstick you got there you go bust it out and just T-Swift I mean just makeup. just look fancy and I guarantee you you're go- like the next date slash mm-hmm. dinner slash fuck whatever you're gonna go on is gonna be he's gonna go over the top with it because like if you yeah. if 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 he comes into work the next day the next Monday whatever mm-hmm. and everybody's just like. Dude, that chick you brought, holy shit. He's, yeah. he's going to be the talk of the water cooler for months until the next party. Dude, I, you're, that is you're, really, that's, it, almost, that's almost Lisa Lexus type territory. Do you understand? <laughs> like, it's amazing. I love that because you're, you're totally right. It, you, um, it, it's all about, you know, what you're saying is like the most true thing. Every guy wants to be the hunter that brought home the huge lioness and for all his friends to be like... Not the huge one. I mean, listen to each their own, whatever you're into. But you want to bring back a beautiful, a beautiful carcass to show, you know, the, the tribesmen... You know, that you, and that's exactly what you're saying. You come back to the office, like, who was that chick last night? She was fun. She was beautiful. She was smart. She was hilarious. We, and the dance moves, you know, you're not saying be, be ridiculous. You're just saying be the fucking trophy, you know? So, and, and that's great advice. Do and that makes him more like you know, and it's kind of like with a lot of girls, they're like, well, what are we? How do I push this to the next level? You push it to the next level by doing shit like that, right? Not by being like, well, if we go to the Christmas party, like, are we together? Like, it's like, just stop with that shit. Just go to the Christmas party, be the fucking best. I what I don't know, I don't know where this guy's head's at, meaning his penis head. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. The the friends with benefits thing for two years, you have to take a sharp left at a certain point. Right. So like I think with this, like she has to make a decision. If you're gonna go to this Christmas party and you do want this guy to be someone that you're like gonna give a shot to dating, you gotta go with that attitude. Be the fucking trophy. Be right. the fucking best. But then also like the next day, just be like, you know, maybe you're not gonna come hang out at two a.m. anymore. Maybe you're gonna say no to his weekend because now he's you know now he's well, getting into a, every weekend where he's calling her you know trying to get together late night maybe one of those late nights you say sorry mr text right you know just to like keep him on his fucking toes like you show him how good it would be to be in a relationship with me right. on that christmas party and then the next weekend it's like yeah go go masturbate yeah see how that how, how's that treating you well, I think I think, think and you got to be not afraid to lose it to gain it. Of is course, really the, the, what I'm saying. Well, I think the idea of if, if, it's like the uh, the idea of the audition versus what you already have. Like the idea is like she she said in the email like oh like um maybe maybe I'm maybe this is a, a, a trial mm-hmm. like at the relationship thing. But like the, the way you got to look at it is like you're gonna feel so much better if you just go in and you're just a boss. Like yeah, the yeah. whole like the you just walk because here's the thing even even after you're done like if you see him or not whatever you're still gonna feel great about yourself because you're like man I kind of own that shit. Yeah, like I kind of knock that out of the park and it's also make it so he's auditioning for you you know like you're auditioning for no 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 no. you're going to this thing to show him what a night would be like this is you know him getting the opportunity to see like oh this is a dry run at what a relationship's like with me right you know you're gonna i'm gonna kill it with your friends kill it with the boss kill it with the, you know, on the dance floor it's just the move jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with justin smith go follow him on instagram at justin smith comedy on instagram go follow him support him let's do this one am i being a dick yes 
<laughs> what? Next email. Am I being a dick? So I've been hooking up with this girl who I met on Bumble. Six, six, nine, seven. For the past five to six months, the frequency is pretty inconsistent. Sometimes it's two to three times a week, sometimes once every three weeks. But it's usually drunk late night sex. We generally only text each other to figure out when we're meeting up. But over the course of the past few months, we've inevitably met each other's friends, gone on a few weeknight dates, uh, hung out sober, etc. It's been pr pretty casual and I've been pretty clear that I'm not interested in anything more. But as time went on... Lines have uh, have gotten blurred. But a month ago, she texted me saying she wanted something more consistent, not necessarily a relationship. And it, see, that's so funny. I want something more consistent, not a relationship though. Girls right. are so afraid. Oh, that she's ninja in the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, but she's so afraid to, to say what she really wants at the like at, at the thought of losing this. It's like you're you you you're getting half. I don't, I don't you think can't so. get half. You know what is the saying? You can't get half. Drunk, can't have half a titty. I don't know. Whatever the <laughs> yeah, can't get half a titty. I yeah. can't have a titty. I, I can't wait. I, I can't wait for that saying book to come yeah, out. Yeah, I hate the J Train saying. Uh, What's that saying? That's the name of the book. Uh, no, but it's saying like you know. I, I even saw it over Instagram uh, over the holidays. Every girl's picture on Instagram was like they were talking about like it would be a picture of their boyfriend who's their boyfriend, and instead of writing like. Love my boyfriend. We're you know thankful for my, for the for my boyfriend of two years. Or thankful for the relationship. They write, loving this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Every this guy, like it's their sidekick. Like what, this guy, loving the, the so thankful for this guy. Like they're just like, like this guy. What the fuck are you talking about? Just say it. You're in it. Yeah. Own it. She writes, and that I couldn't give it that to her. So then we should stop hooking up. I said I thought she was cool. I liked her as a person, <laughs> etc. But I'm not looking for anything consistent or serious. So it's probably best we stop. Well. Lo and behold, we run into each other at a bar two weeks ago and go home together this past weekend. We met up at a bar, went home together again. J Train, my wise Semite. <laughs> what what do I do here? I meant what I said. She's cool and the same. It's so funny to like have. I just want to call you Moses. Just call yeah, him Moses. Just just what, Mo you 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 just have this army of just drunk polo wearing dudes right behind you <laughs> she's cool and the sex is good but i'm not looking for a relationship i'm planning on moving out of my current city within the year and also fuck girlfriends even if i was i don't think i'd be with her i told her how i felt but i feel bad for being weak and going back on what i said and potentially leading her on she acts like everything is cool and what we have is just sex but i'm not so sure i'm not trying to be presumptuous and assume she wants a relationship but i also don't want to lead her on how do i navigate this slippery slope without being a dick do i wait for her to bring something up do i ghost do i address it and say we should just stop or do i keep current friends uh with benefits late night booty call relationship going this is like this is the conundrum of the 2016 20 to 30 year old male this is the problem you know we don't get married as early as we used to right uh you got like four you know the age at first marriage has gone up by four years in the past 10 years which is like for any statistics to move that much is a big shift right so you have these extra years of i gotta fuck i want to be a dick <laughs> but i don't want to get married so what do i do with these four years, I just have to be a dick for these four years. And, and and that sucks, you know, like, and I was saying this the other day, like, you know, and for this guy, you know, casual hookups are really circular. Right. That's the problem. And, and this guy's stuck. I've been in this. This has been, this is, this guy's writing 
It could have been me writing this email. You know, it's it, it's uh, they'll go in circles until the coming stops. Is really what it is. Right. You know, it's like you. I had this girl. It'd be dr- It would be drunk text. Hook up. What are we? Drunk text. Hook up. What are we? Drunk text. Hook up. What are we? And it's like at a certain point, one of you has to be mature enough to be like. I'm just not gonna do this. Did you anymore. get to the point where you would hook up and then text her preemptively? Text her just, just, just friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would say after. Right as I was coming, I'd be like, "Oh, oh <laughs> no, just friends." <laughs> not looking for more, you know. Like, that's how I came, you know. Like I, I don't know, but I'm saying like for this guy, I do understand. Like, listen, the reason you guys fuck again is because it's comfort. You know, like you saw her at a bar, she's cute. There's nothing wrong with her. It's just not the match. And that's okay. Some people, you know, and that, that's the problem is, and I know girls take this offend, you know, this girl will be offended because you, if he, what he needs to do is text her, hey, I like you. I don't see us going further. Uh, I really don't want to lead you on and make you feel bad every time that we don't end up in a relationship. Right. And it is presumptuous, but that's okay. And and just saying, hey, I'm just going to go on my separate ways. I'm really sorry to do that. And she's going to say, she can come back with, well, who says that I want a relationship? Who says that I wasn't the one that was going to do that to you? I've had girls write that to back to me. Who says that I wasn't the one that was, wasn't going to, I had this girl, I, I, I hooked up with this girl and we know, I know her, I know, I know the, I know the, the extended family a little bit. And we we went on a couple dates. We had made out, and then I was like, you know what? I don't really see it going. I don't see it going long term. Right. And I was like, but I, I. And I was like, there was a point where I was like, but I could keep going on dates and see. But I knew, in my heart and in my head, I was like, this isn't gonna be wedding, married, kids, all that shit. And I know that's ridiculous, but guys think that way too. And I knew what, it wasn't gonna go that way. What I go, there's two directions. You know, I end it now, or we go on a few more dates, maybe we have sex, uh, then I have to have this uncomfortable text, and then the, you know, exterior family that I know is like, what the fuck did you do to our, you know, person that we know? You know, and I I was like, I don't want to do that. So I was like, listen, and I sent the text, I was like, listen, this is great. You're a great person. I'm a great person. It's just not going to work out. And I, I just really. You said I'm a great person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> make sure to make sure to slip that in. I make sure to get that in as many during. And 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 I was like, but this, I don't see this going uh, long term. And I, I go, there's just too many eyes on this. If it, if we get to that point. Well, and, and, I, and I also feel like at this point, it's in in a thing like you, if you're just if you're like just really on, if you're brutally yeah. honest, like. Because there's something about, like, women love just being familiar. So the idea is, like, if you're just like, hey, look, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. Sex with somebody that you know. Like, you like it's always like you don't want to just go home with somebody that you randomly met. Yeah, because yeah, there's yeah. always that thing of, like, what are they going to do? What are they into? I don't know. Like, I don't I don't know. So, like, the idea is, like, you know where this guy's going to be. So, like, if you know where you're at, it's like, hey, we're just friends. You know, if you don't want to talk to me anymore, great. Uh, but you know, if you do, if you ever, you know, want to text and hook yeah. up, like we're, I'm down for that. Well, the problem with that is that, that you can't leave these, like with this guy, the door would be open still. And right. it's like, then you're, 
you're just kind of like you're you're breaking with up with someone like it, it's like a death by a thousand paper cuts. You know, like you know, you're breaking up with someone little by little after every hookup that Wait, doesn't the paper become, cuts orgasms. Yeah, is that what you're yeah, saying? yeah, yeah. Every so, orgasm so, is, a, is a paper cut. But so every every paper cut's amazing. So a thousand <laughs> amazings is what you're just saying. Yeah, you but, you took you took something that was just amazing. Like you're like, oh yeah, just horrible. You know, like but that's but it's. But I'm it, saying every time that you don't, every time you have sex, and then you don't go forward as more than just this sex you're saying to this person without saying you are not good enough to date and and, and that's not how you know that's not how you want to be heard but right. that's what you're saying so you're hurting someone little by little by keeping open the door to this like this sex that never will result in a relationship and i wrote i remember i wrote this text to this girl being like hey i i see that if we go down a certain path, we're going to end up like hooking up and then I'm going to disappoint you and then I'm going to be the dick and then you're going to go to people that we know and say, you know, he's kind of an ass and I, I don't want to go that way. And then like her text back was like, how do you know I wouldn't do that to you? Yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, if you did, that'd be, I mean, I go, I can only control what I know. And I, you know, I, this is how I, so for this guy, I would just, you got to stop it. You got to send that yeah. text and, and know that the text... Every guy that ends a relationship, and we were talking, I, I've talked about this, I, I tweeted this out the other day, and I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, the guy, who, the person who ends the relationship is always seen as the dick, yeah. but they're the hero. Exactly. They stopped a massacre. We fell on a grenade. Yes. That's what it is. Exactly. You fell on a grenade. Exactly. For the team. And everyone, you know, because the person who gets dumped gets all the sympathy. They get all, oh, that guy's a dick. Fuck that girl. She was horrible. But the guy, the person who dumped is the one being like, right. look at this house is on fire. We got to go. <laughs> you know, and he's always, and, and the, you know, how I, I've said this before. Here's why it's so hard to end something. Ending a relationship is so hard. I know it's really hard. It's harder to end a relationship than it is to be than it is to be dumped. I know this for a fact because every person that has ever dumped someone has tried to get that person to dump them right. first. Every person. They first the first thing they think is uh, I got to end this. But what if I'm a dick? <laughs> What if I make it so she? You just you pour gasoline on yourself, hand them a lip match, and yeah. call them a cunt. You're like, let's see if we can, let's see if we can get it. Come on, chop roast, off my head, roast me, baby. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Justin Smith. Justin, you're killing it, man. Thank you for oh, coming on. Thank you at Justin Smith Comedy on Instagram. We'll do one more, and then we'll get all to the articles and the news. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta ask uh, before we get sure. done. I wanted to add like a a favor of all your. Please. Your, your army, you know, because I know, <laughs> I know, I know your army's like, like your guys are, you know, they're all big on Snapchat or whatever. Yes, yeah, snap, huge. Well, here's like, I don't have a Snapchat. Why but not? But I just, you know, I come on, man. Okay, just, <laughs> okay, I'm on Snap. J Train fifty six. Keep those poops coming. Well, here's here's the thing is like, uh, I'm a big college football fan, and this mm. week's this week's rivalry week for me. Okay, I don't think we're allowed to say schools. But you can say whatever you'd like. Well, I'm from Oklahoma, so yeah, yeah. Bedlam's this week. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. And yeah. a buddy of mine is huge. He loves Snapchat, mm -hmm. and he like I, I want to unleash the fury of every poop, oh. saggy tit. I want, and he has no idea I'm doing this. So you want? Is he I, an Oklahoma fan? He's an OU fan, uh. and I'm an Oklahoma State fan. And he, so is, you want to send him all the shit? I want all your fan, just every <laughs> every every green, every oh oh my god, is that corn in yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, everything that you. I, I want you to send it, and here's his here's his Look Snapchat. At, Justin has a pad of paper I, out I, with I, his Snapchat. Just, he came prepared to did, send his buddy shit. I did. <laughs> 
It's his uh, his uh, snap handle is Merce. He's a male nurse. Okay, so that's the kind of guy that I'm sending it to. Uh, <laughs> M so M U M U R S E dash life L I F E, and just I mean Merce life. Yeah, yeah, he deserves some shit. Of course he I, does. Send him medical grade shit. I mean, you, you finished saying it, and people were already unbuckling. Like, we're on it. <laughs> we got it. So well, go go send shits to Justin's buddy. M U R S E dash life, Merce dash life, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. At and Snapchat. Send him the shit. And, and by the way, he has, he this has is no, a great prank. I love this. Of course. Like, and I love college football. So, like, this is like the, like, this is my one chance to really, you know, because let's face it, the history of this rivalry is not good yeah. for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Let's do one more email. Sorry, brother. Thank no, you. No, Thank it, you. It's, this, I like this one. B day gift for girl I like. I'm going straight into the, into the, Straight into the in the inbox. I haven't even looked at this. What's up, Jew Train? I'm going to feather your nuts a little bit and say that my brother introduced me to the podcast and I can't get enough. I'm a sophomore in high school. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> high school email. And there's a girl that I've been pretty close so friends with cute. practically my whole life. I've always had this weird feeling that I would always end up dating her eventually. She's a 788 and her birthday's coming up and I want to get her a present that will hopefully give her the idea that we could be more than friends. I just want some ideas on what I could get to her that wouldn't be weird or make me seem like a pussy. Love the show. Hope you can help. I love this email because um, it's actually, it's cute. Yeah. You know, it is, uh, it is precious. <laughs> to say the least, okay? I because I remember that feeling, and and I still get that gifts are the hardest fucking thing. It doesn't matter if you're a sophomore in high school, sophomore in college, guy who graduated, anybody that you're, especially this time of year, because we're coming. Just what we talked about in the beginning, Thanksgiving's great because you don't have to give a gift. The girl that you've been seeing for a year, like, what do you get a girl? What is a year relationship? What does that even entail? What gift does that? You know, like, who knows? And then what do you know? You know, sophomore in high school, he has no money. Right. You know, what's he going to get her? Like a watch? (laughs) You know, like, like, and I I feel for him. You know, you ever get someone a gift that you, I get embarrassed by that shit. Like, I think back on it. I'm like, why would I do, you know? I don't know. I oh, think I'm I'm I, I I got way too into gifts too, and I and I kind of relate to this. You got way too into oh, gifts. I got, I, dude, I'm a huge like a big like. I'll I'm I'm like for Christmas and shit. Like I'll remember a conversation that we had months ago. That's hilarious. And I'll get something like very specific to that thing, so much so that like it's almost like they open it up and they're like. What? And you're like, oh yeah, you remember that thing? And they're like, like they go from what yeah. the fuck is this to this might be the most amazing gift of all time. Yeah. But by the way, getting the most amazing gift never ter- like translates into a blowjob unless it's an engagement ring. That's the wow, only. It's the only, only thing. one gift that gets blowjobs. That's what happens. It keeps escalating until you're like, I just got to get married. I got to get an yeah. engagement ring. This is why my advice is: listen, anyone that's going to do a gift for a girlfriend that is not. You know, if you're just a girlfriend, girlfriend gifts, wife gift, you know, that's a different story. I can't, I even think this could work for your wife, fiance, because I just think the worst thing that can happen, and I've said this on this podcast before, my, and it's a lot like, and I've said this on the podcast a lot about bringing a girl to a wedding and then like coming in the family pictures. I don't want to be the guy in the family pictures that 10 years from now, they're like, remember when I did it, this loser, (laughs) 
You know, like you know, like you go go to a wedding and they're like, "Come in the family picture." And you're like, "Oh no 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 no! <laughs> I don't want I want to disappear like you know you know like a cloud. Like I just want to float away when this thing ends." Right. So, and I think I feel the same way with a gift. Every if you get a gift for someone and it doesn't work out, now every time that gift is is around, it's like. It's like you left a piece of yourself. They're like, "Oh, remember this asshole." Well, I feel like people do gifts backwards. Like when, like when you're in a relationship versus when you're married. When mm. you're in a relationship, the idea is that I'm gonna get a gift that's like way like over the top and like a gift like and hopefully their actions will match the gift. Yeah. As opposed to when you're married, it's kind of like it's like an afterthought. It's like, oh, we're already there. Mm. Like the idea is like in the relationship, you should get a gift that matches what she's putting out. So like if you like if she's just blowing your mind with sex, like if she's just blowing, like mm-hmm. if she's <laughs> I keep saying blowing, uh, just <laughs> but yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, but like the idea that like what she's giving you in your relationship, intellectually, physically, mm. you match that with a gift. But when you're married. You go over the top because you want your marriage to continue to stay strong. Yeah. So, I, to, so flip, flip the way that you do it. It's. I, I think I think you're right, and I think the way you do any gift. And this guy, this kid in high school, the move for this time of year. And I think this is like the move. I I I stand by this. Experience gifts, something a a, a thing that you can do together. You know what? Get a, maybe you guys like skiing. We're gonna go skiing. You know, maybe you guys like, you know, you like movies. Okay, I'm going to get us tickets to this movie, and we're going to go to the movie together. You guys, I I just think the idea, because at least that doesn't just sit there 10 years from that. Like, you just have that moment together, and you get to get to know each other a little better. So this kid in high school, maybe you guys go to the Froyo stand. Right. (laughs) You know, like, I don't know what you guys do. I think something, doing something together and planning the event, that has so much thought and preparation, and it can be no money. You know, it's just you're just planning a day. Hey, I want to take you to this cool concert. I love this band. I think you're gonna like this band too. Uh, we should go together. This is my Christmas gift to you. Well, you know? in high school, the gift isn't as important as the as the words that you're using. So, mm-hmm. like, if you really want this girl to to be in a like, if you want to be in a relationship with her, the idea is like you need to change your vocabulary mm-hmm. to suggest more of a relationship style as opposed to like like if she ever says like, hey, buddy, hey, friend, like you have to confront and yeah. change that. That narrative, and it's got to be like, you know, and like for this, kid, like, a, like a crazy gift isn't going to change no, that. No, She's no, like, no. oh, you're just you're you're a better, fr- you're just digging yourself it, into more, a hole, it, and that's why the experience gift is great. Just like, hey, I want to take you to this thing, mm-hmm. and I want I want to take you. You know, I don't I, I want to go together. I want to you know have and time spent is so underrated. So J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com justin smith crushed it dude thank you for coming on dude thanks for having me man it's fantastic all of you go online get on your phones right now at justin smith comedy he's on instagram he's also on twitter justin smith okc on twitter justin smith comedy on instagram we're gonna be right back with hypotheticals and the news we'll be right back Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, Justin, thank you for coming on. Dude, thanks. 
Dude, go follow Justin on Instagram at Justin Smith Comedy. What's your What's your website? You're going to be doing some dates. Uh, JustinSmithComedy.com. You know, JustinSmithComedy.com. Yeah, I couldn't just get the Justin Smith. It belongs to some realtor in Phoenix or some shit that doesn't use it. <laughs> it's okay, Justin Smith Comedy. I think yeah. people people aren't too lazy. They can type up yeah. those extra letters. And where are you going to be? Uh, I'm going to I'm going to be in South Carolina in the second week in December. And then OKC the last uh, the week before Christmas, go and do like a big home show. It's great. And uh, I'll we be... We got listeners down, uh, in those parts. So yeah. So go and, out and check them out. And I'm doing a bunch of dates. I'm actually doing dates with uh, Nick Swartzen in January. Oh, and so, shit. That's nice. great. And so I'll be in uh, Arizona and uh, Florida. If, yeah, you know, Nick Swartzen's so fucking hilarious. Oh, great. So And get to see both of them. So that's great. Man, Sam, thank you for coming on. I wouldn't miss it, buddy. Good to have you. God, Welcome he's so back. Good, he's so good. Look, like when yeah. you hear his voice, you're like, I you're am. like, you're like, oh, like you know, he's he's a typical producer. But I came and I was like, holy yeah. shit, he's great. Look, he's got a great beard and stuff. He's getting I, shredded for the I, wedding. I, dude, I'm <laughs> yeah. shredding for the wedding. It's a bummer yeah. you're wiped up, man. You'd make a great wingman. Yeah. So go Thanks, follow man. Mansamp get- at Mansamp on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram. Also, mandatory Samson podcast. It's heating up. Go go check it out here on Stand Up New York Labs every Friday. We just started doing our Trump administration updates. Okay, so yeah, but uh, you guys, got, this is a this is a crucial time to you know listen to level headed political talk. And if you want to hear that, go to the Mandatory Samson podcast. Um, let's do some hypotheticals. You ready? I'm going straight to the inbox. Back at you with another hypothetical, but don't worry. This time I won't fuck up the email and only send uh, my anti-Semitic hello. So let's get down. <laughs> this guy once emailed in. He just sent uh, anti-Semitic hello and then just forgot to write. The thing. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get down to brass tacks. Would you rather go down on your grandmother or have your grandmother go down on you? You can also do the same scenario, but uh, but with your parents just for fun. Why would I? <laughs> for fun? You can't look away or close. I this is uh, these grandmother sex ones. These are creepy. Yeah. These are the ones I don't. I don't know. But down on me. Anyway. Uh, yeah, down on me. What see, do you think? see, I, you guys are so fucking selfish. Close your eyes. Here's the thing: if it's if it's my if it's my grandma, she doesn't have much left left much time to live. Yeah, right? give her one last one last. And by the way, like I, <laughs> you know, I'm not like I, I like to think that I'm gonna be top like top of my game. I'm gonna I'm gonna give her I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna do it for Nana you know Ooh, she right. took yeah. care of me I'm gonna make sure that you know out on top. this one's for you it's Nana, gonna it's yeah. gonna be weird for both of us yeah. but I'm gonna make sure that I'm gonna send her the pearly send gates her, send her home <laughs> yeah. yeah send her home moaning yeah yeah well, that would be the perfect way to do it make her come so hard that she just dies and you don't have yeah, to talk about no it one again. ever has to yeah. know yeah that's a good way let's do this one. Oh, look at you guys tra- changing all of a sudden <laughs> Listen, selfish you, pricks you were pretty convincing <laughs> uh, hey Juranosaurus Rex. I have two hypotheticals for you. So two. Would you rather be able to detect any lie or get away with any lie? <laughs> I like this one. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Detect any lie or get away with any lie? I mean, I think get away. Because yeah. there's always that. Yeah, because if you're trying to get out of doing something or whatever, whatever you're going to say to that person, they're going to buy it completely. They're going to, oh, mm. yeah, he does have to walk his dog or whatever. You know. So I, I, what do you think? I See, I say detect. Because I think I think that you can still like I I, I feel like I'm pretty good at selling shit. Mm-hmm. The idea of like knowing when somebody's lying to you that like that's the most valuable that's the most valuable thing. You always know who's on your team, who's not on your team. Well, so. here's the thing: I kind of want to live in my own delusions. Right. Do you know what I mean? I think detecting any lie would be depressing as fucking shit. <laughs> you would hear because you would hear everything people really fucking think about you. Right. I'm not ready for that. I had somebody, you can go on my Instagram, okay? Somebody, so this happened. There's a guy in Australia that looks 
eerily like me. Oh, I, saw, I, saw I saw that. that. Dude, so, <laughs> so, I, so I eerily, okay, eerily like me. So you go to my Instagram, at Jared Freed on Instagram, you can see it. It is like weird. He's Joe 33 from Australia. And the only reason... He's kind of jacked, though. He's like he's like rugby jacked. So he's jacked. So this is where I'm getting at. So Should we have I, this guy call into the show? We got to find this guy. Okay. He looks... <laughs> so if you don't follow me on Instagram, go follow Jared Freed on Instagram. So what happened was there's a girl that used to work at Gotham Comedy Club, and she moved to Australia, and she's... You know, we're friends on Facebook. So she was on Tinder, sees this guy, posts the picture on my wall, was like... I just found you in Australia. I look at the face and I'm like, that is pretty spot fucking on. Like I'm, and he's holding a screwdriver or a mimosa on the beach. It's like the most ridiculous Tinder picture I've ever seen. <laughs> like it's one that I would never do. And then, so the pro, the back to the, to come full circuit to this hypothetical. So I'm getting a lot of like side comments about like oh, no. this guy being like my dad called me and he was like, that picture is crazy. And I was like, yeah, it is crazy. And then I, and I'm like cringing. He's like, he's like, I don't, he goes, you've never been in that good of shape. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't need that fucking talk right now. It, it, it hammered me the rest of the day. And I was like, I don't need this. I don't like the problem with, there's nothing worse than someone telling you that you look like someone. Because that is as honest as they're ever going to be. That's how they see you. It, it might not be the truth, but that's how they see you. Those are the lenses for which they, they put you under. So it's like, I remember I was at a show. I was at a show here. I've, I probably talked about this before. Guy in the front row, bald dude. I was like, dude, you look like Michael Chiklis from the Commish, from Fantastic Four. And he was like, no. And I was like, no, The Shield. I was like, you look like Michael Chiklis. And he was like, no, no, no. I was like, well, what celebrity do you think you look like? He's like, Vin Diesel. I'm like, Jesus. okay, dude. Okay. You know, we all, you know, so, but I'm saying like that moment right there was me being honest with him. Like right. that's him, me having no filters being like, you look like Michael Chiklis from The Shield. And then his filter, the way, the delusions which he lives his life is walking around. You know, I say this on the podcast all the time. You're the star of your own movie. He walks around in his movie as Vin Diesel. Right. So I kind of ruined that for him. Knowing people's lies would ruin my days but you're not, every day. I want to make something very clear. You're not like you look like a a, a guy who wrestled in college, and then just like runs <laughs> once a week to make sure that like you know he puts the old no, trash bag on and goes for. But a, I, I I'm just saying like the, this is all in the eye of the beholder. So mm -hmm. like people, I'm I I remember I got I my buddy's wife fixed me up and like with this girl and like and she's like what do you and I was like oh you think I'm ugly. <laughs> like, 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 and that's not to say that, like, I was just like, I looked at the girl, I was like, I'm, I just, I'm not into it. But I was like, you, I was like, it, it was an outing of like, oh, this is, you know, like, and I, I, it makes me sound like a dick saying that. No, but, but, I, but right to her, she felt like, the, oh, this matches. This is a match. And yeah. I'm like, where orange doesn't go with pink. <laughs> you know, like, what are we doing here? If you could, so let's do the other one. If you could pick up any drug, pick any drug, including alcohol and be able to turn the effects on and off whenever you want without actually taking it, what drug would you choose? Also, no long-term bodily harm effects either. Love the podcast. Keep it up. I mean, I've never done heroin, but that would probably be kind of cool is, to be able to I was do talking that. with this. What does heroin do to you? What is it? I, I mean, it's... Well, if you're already lying, it gives not. you a career. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Oh, well, that wasn't what's supposed to be me. He's yeah. amazing. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've never done it, obviously, but it's supposed to be this very, like, euphoric, like, warm sensation. You know mm. what I mean? But obviously that goes sour. Okay. Yeah. 
What do you think? I would do alcohol. Just be, like just just the idea of like being able to go out and get tanked with your friends. And then be like, oh my gosh, who's going to drive home? Boom, you drive oh, home. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. I, I think it would be, I would think it would be, I would go alcohol one because I would want to be able to like, okay, now now fun's over, I can start my day. I think alcohol, like the like if you're hungover for two days, those two days were not good two days, you know? Right. Um, weed would be good too because I like getting high for a movie and then when the movie ends, you're like, I just want to not be high anymore. Right. You know, I want to be out of this fucking fog. So I'd probably do it with alcohol too. But guys, send in your hypotheticals. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Let's do, we got time for, let's do some news. Yeah, we can do some news real quick. We got it. Uh, you sent this to me actually over the last couple oh, of Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one I wanted to talk about. Yeah, this is from Daniel. He, he emailed it to you. The Curse of the Cool Kids. University of Virginia study looked at the lives of 184 U.S. teens over a decade, and those who, quote, acted cool in school were more likely to have problems later in life and higher risk of alcohol, drug abuse, and were likely to take part in crimes and things like that. Yeah, I mean, that makes so much sense. Like, the problem, the thing is, like, when you're cool in high school, like, if you're the coolest person in the world, you're just living in this unreality. Well, you're yeah. living like a celebrity lives in real life. Yes. And so it's like, why would you try to, like, work your way? You know, there's no incentive. Right. I don't know. I'd rather, if I was, like, to choose my kid, I would want my kid to be, like, like second tier of, like, the groups. Yeah, can get along, but nobody's like, oh, you're a prom kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you want that kid to know that he's got work to do. You <laughs> right. know? I, gonna... I turned off whenever I heard the University of Virginia did a study, just because <laughs> just everything that they do is just all like, it's like they, the most famous thing about that town is they did a documentary about a parking lot at some point. It's just really? Like, yeah, oh my gosh. Like, they did a whole thing about how all these philosophers that go to UVA work in this parking lot. I was like, oh my gosh, sometimes people break, break the plank in the front and I gotta go all the way up and I gotta change it. It's like, oh my god, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, like you're, 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 the most interesting thing about your town is the fact that Dave Matthews Band came and left. Like, that's pretty much it. I don't really care about the studies that you do. You your football team your, is terrible. You can send your Virginia hate mail uh, <laughs> to, my to, buddy, to my buddy. Yeah, to my buddy. I'm just trying to work people up. Be like, hey, everything you feel about me, send, direct it right to my buddy. Send in the form of poop. <laughs> To Merce Dash Life, yeah, on Snapchat. God, it just my, it's like he's, he's such a good friend. But like when I hear that, I was just like, God, that's so douchey, that's so douchey. Awesome, Justin. Thank you for coming on, dude. This thanks for having. This is uh, no shit. It was a ple- like I'm. I was so excited to be here. So excited Pumped to meet you to guys, have you, man. Thanks, this man. You're awesome, great. Justin Smith comedy on Instagram. Go follow him. Support him. He's fantastic. So funny. He's going to be with Nick Swartzen in January, December. He's going to be in Oklahoma City. And he's going to be in South Carolina. Yep. JustinSmithComedy.com. Go check him out. Man Stamp, thank you for coming on. Thank you, dude. At Man Stamp on Twitter. Mandatory Samson Podcast every Friday here on the Standard New York Labs Network. I'm Jared Freed. Uh, we're here every Tuesday and Friday. Uh, I'm JTrain56 on all platforms. You can find me. I'm wearing a red sweatshirt on Instagram. Uh, and then you can see my better looking me in Australia there too <laughs> at Jared Freed um, and keep spreading the word keep telling your friends it's really uh, it, I, I say it every episode it, it feathers my nuts that you guys enjoy the podcast as much as I enjoy putting it out so keep telling your friends we want to keep getting it bigger and bigger especially when you're home over the holidays we will be back next episode boom this has been a stand up Labs production powered by digital media 
Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom!